opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, everybody. All right, there we go. A little technical help for a second. Good morning. Welcome to WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and the Zuck. Unfortunately, my buddy Sean Cronin is under the weather today, so it's just going to be a solo day. 413-445-5943. So uh, my uh, radio station wants me to keep my, my monitor down now, so I'm turning my monitor down and my headphone up. So it's been a year so far, and nobody's ever had a problem, so now I'm okay. All right, so... Uh, yeah, because I like coming in and cranking up the music, you know, before I go in the air. It gets me psyched up, gets me pumped up. I was a little late. Usually I'm here about 20 minutes up, so I can do a little preparation before I get on the air. So, David, my humble apologies. I know Matt's office is right next to you. It's before yours. So, anyway, 413-445-5943. Lots to talk about. Obviously, tonight they uh, rained out last night, the Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians. And today will be a 407 start with Nestor Cortez. I guess it'll look good for the Yankees with... With Nestor going instead of Tyon, I mean, take your pick at this point with Tyon and Nestor, but Nestor obviously has the uh, experience now with a game under his belt in the postseason, so we'll see if he even pitches better than he did before. Um, the Yankees going to be starting, like I said, uh, it'll be Seville or possibly Bieber, who knows, all hands on deck for the Guardians and the Yankees this afternoon. 407 start at Yankee Stadium, about 54 degrees there, a little chance of possibility of, uh, of rain and precipitation, but we'll not... Uh, you know, quite sure what it's going to be like, but right now, uh, supposedly 54 degrees this afternoon and uh, sunny skies uh, with a little bit of chance of rain at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. So um, it will be Dustin Cortez, possibly Aaron Seville, possibly Bieber. We don't know. Like I said, uh, I haven't really heard exactly what Terry Francona is going to do, but that's going to be the ultimate. So uh, what a great weekend and uh, just finished up all the holidays and took mom out to dinner last night. It was fun. So if you want to give us a call, 413-445-5943. And uh, we're going to talk a lot of stuff today. Obviously, NFL to talk about. Last night's game was pretty crazy. The Chargers and the Denver Broncos. I can't figure out who's worse. Nathaniel Hackett or or Brandon Staley. I mean, just watching these two coaches, it was just ridiculous. I mean, Staley decides he's not going to go for the field goal. And and how about, about, um, you know, the kicker last night for for the Chargers with 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 a bad hamstring. And uh, Dustin, he zipped them right through uh, four field goals, the winning field goal in overtime. Um, Russell Wilson looked terrible and great in the first half, 10 for 10. Second half, I think they only, I think they only managed 188 yards through the entire 
game with Russell Wilson. So uh, they're two and four, the Broncos, and the uh, Chargers are four and two now tied with Kansas City. And that was a great game, obviously, on Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Bills and Chiefs every week. Is that, I mean, it's fantastic football, really. Is if you like good football, you're talking about two great quarterbacks and obviously the interception at the end from Mahomes. You thought Mahomes was going to drive him down the last minute and do something magical like he always does. But uh, obviously, that stayed with the Bills and, uh, it was a terrific game and uh, one of the best games of the day, I thought, uh, yesterday. So, anyway, like I said, the Yankees play tonight. Bruins off to a great start of 3-0. Rangers off to a great start of 3-1. The Celtics start tonight in the Sixers. And the NBA season opens up uh, with the Golden State Warriors on the coast against the Lakers. So, uh, NBA starting tonight. And the Bruins are 3-0 off to a good start. Rangers won last night against the Ducks 6-4. Bruins beat the Florida Panthers 5-3 last night. So, Bruins off to a good start with their new coach. And I uh, was watching Bruce Cassidy the other night coach out on the West Coast. And tonight, uh, or tomorrow night, actually, uh, David Quinn, the old coach of the Rangers, will be coaching the Sharks at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers tomorrow night. So, anyway, 413-445-5943. Baseball. Hmm. Let's talk about baseball, because I, I, I want to kind of get a couple of ideas and some, some thoughts from, from the audience. If you have some thoughts about this, the San Diego Padres are playing the Philadelphia Phillies in the National League Championship Series. Now, did anybody really see this coming, honestly? And my question to, to people out there who want to talk baseball, my question is, is this good? Is this good for Major League Baseball? I mean, is it good that, you know, 300-win teams are gone, the Mets are gone, the Braves are gone, the Dodgers won 111 games are gone? I mean, is this good for baseball? So I want to know. <laughs> Come call me up, 413-445-5943. I want to know if this is good for baseball because, to me, it's not. A third-place team, the Philadelphia Phillies. I sound like Harry, the Philadelphia Phillies. And Philadelphia Phillies are going to the NLCS. They finished in third. The San Diego Padres finished 22 games behind the Dodgers. <laughs> 22 games. They were 5-15 and 15 against the Dodgers this year. And it just goes to show you anything can happen in a short series in baseball. Anything can happen in baseball, right? Like John Sterling always says, that's baseball, Susan, right? So, I mean, anything can possibly happen. And uh, it did. I mean, let's face it. The Mets you know, knocked out by the Padres. And this is interesting, too, because the Mets had the best record as far as the wildcard teams. So the question for me is why are they playing the third highest seed in the Padres? They really should have been playing the sixth seed in the Philadelphia Phillies. But be that as it may, the Phillies are now in the National Championship Series. And the Padres lose the first game to the Dodgers. And everybody thinks, like, okay, it's business as usual. And the Dodgers are going to sweep these guys. Padres win the second game. And two games on the road, down 3 nothing the other night. And they get five runs in the seventh inning, just an unbelievable inning of all, like, base hits, no home runs, just, you know, base hit after base hit after base hit. They drive five runs in the San Diego bullpen. is outstanding. It's been outstanding through the whole series against the Dodgers. And Josh Hader comes in, and he's been good. He's been really good. Lights out with Josh Hader and, his, and the 111 win. L.A. Dodgers go home. And Dave Roberts, let's be honest, Dave Roberts is not a good manager. I don't care how many damn games they won, okay? The, guy, the, the kid's pitching a no-hitter. Or not actually no hitter, but he's pitching a, a three-hit shutout in the sixth inning on 89 pitches or whatever it was, takes him out of the ball game and removes him in the fifth inning. It's like this is the problem with baseball for me. A guy's pitching well, why do you remove him? Oh, well, his third time around the order, his numbers show, but doesn't anybody do anything by feel anymore? Haven't we gone too crazy with all the statistics and the analytics and the nonsense? That's the thing about Boone. Boone drives me crazy with the analytics and the you know, his stupid statistics and ridiculous pitching changes and pitch counts and nonsense like that. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to just manage from the seat of your pants. You know what I mean? So, anyway, maybe Sean will give us a call. I hope he's feeling better. It's great to uh, 
you know, have him in the studio here, so I kind of miss him today. But anyway, give me a call. Let me know how you feel about the baseball series. So we got Dodgers-Philly going, and then, of course, the Yankees game five this afternoon. 413-445-5943. The Houston Astros complete an 18-game fest against the Mariners. That game was ridiculous. I was flipping on between that game and the Yankee game, and I kept flipping back, and they kept saying, oh, it's going to the 15th, it's going to the 16th, it's going to the 17th. So my question for you out there is, hasn't anybody ever figured out about manufacturing runs anymore? We're just waiting for the home run. Can Seattle actually like lay one down, steal a base, move a guy over, get a sack fly? They had 18 innings in which to get one run, and they couldn't even do that. So as good a year as they had, they bowed out to Houston. And let's face it, Houston's the best. I mean, they're, they're really good. I mean, now that Philly's, you know, in the, in the NLCS and the L.A. Dodgers are gone and the Braves are gone, right now, to me, Houston has the, you know, they have the beat on winning the whole thing. And let's face it, this is the sixth time in a row they're in the American League Championship Series. They're building a dynasty down there, and they're developing players. It's not like they have the same players, you know, from the championship team, the cheating team at 17. They have... A lot of young players. I mean, Tucker's really good, and Alvarez is fantastic. What a, what a tremendous game that was in Game 1 with the, his game-winning home run. And uh, well, Robbie Ray, who won the Cy Young last year with the Toronto Blue Jays. I think he won 13 games. Robbie Ray, I think he had one great season his whole life. So Scott Service decides he wants to go with the percentages, takes out Seawall, and brings in Robbie Ray. And the ball goes flying out of the ballpark. Next thing you know, the Astros win 8-7, and... And uh, basically, they you know they didn't look back. So they're they're sitting pretty. They're getting ready. They're rested, and they're getting ready for the for either the Yankees or the Guardians. We'll see what happens tonight. So anyway, give us a call four one three four four five five nine four three. So uh, that's baseball for you, right? So it's a four zero seven start. Like I said, Yankee Stadium. We'll see how it goes tonight, and it will be uh, either Aaron Seville or Bieber or whoever um, again uh, against Nasty Nestor Cortez. So. Anyway, great day on Sunday. Lots of really good things to talk about with the NFL and so forth. So let's get started with the Pats. How about Mr. Zappi? That's right. 24 of 34 for 309 yards, two TDs. Stevenson 19 for 76. And uh, Parker for 64. Henry for 61. Myers 4 for 61. 399 total yards for the uh, Pats. And they went on the road against the Browns. They did pick the Pats in this game. I felt that the Browns' defensive front hasn't been really good all year and that the Pats could could run the ball. Now that they ran the ball, they threw the ball beautifully. So uh, Chubb only 12 for 56, did a good job on Chubb. Brissett 21 of 45, not particularly impressive for 266, one TD and forced two interceptions. So the Pats now 3-3, three and three, and I told this to Sean. I said, look, man, you're going to have some ups and downs at the beginning of the season, but by the time, you know, the smoke clears, the Pats are going to be a winning team. They have the Bears next week. That should be a winnable game for them, and they should be 4-3. So, so the Pats hanging in there, and I think, quite frankly, I think Coach Belichick doing a really good job. And this kid, you know, 24-34 for 309 yards and two TDs, pretty impressive for a guy who was a third-string quarterback. And I don't see much of <laughs> If Brian Hoyer comes back, I don't see much Brian Hoyer really playing. So Zappi's the quarterback right now. And as far as Jones is concerned, you know, we'll see what happens when he comes back. So, But anyway, a really good win for the Patriots, and uh, they play the Bears next week. So uh, that's uh, a good win on the road. I did have them winning that game. And, uh, and I, I'm just waiting for Kevin Stefanski to be fired from the, from the Browns. So I'm just waiting. Anyway, uh, and, of course, the Giants yesterday. My Giants, could you believe this? 5-1. and one. It's unbelievable. Daniel Jones, 19 of 27 for 173 yards and um, uh, two TDs. Uh, so uh, And uh, uh, Saquon Barkley actually had uh, about uh, 83, 22 carries for 83 yards. But in the second half, he started to do it, and, and obviously he was a real factor in the second half. Uh, young young Daniel Bellinger, the tight end, three for 38. And uh, 
and uh, Young Robinson from Kentucky, the draft uh, pick that they drafted this year, three uh, catches for 37 yards. So it's amazing, though, when you think of the Ravens, <laughs> think about this. The Ravens could actually be 6-0. and They find more ways to screw up the game in the second half. So Jackson, not impressive, 17 for 32, 210 yards, one big interception, and Julian Love makes a great play. Let's face it. I mean, the Giants were totally outplayed. The Giants had 238 yards of total offense. The Ravens had 406, okay? The Giants had 155 yards passing. I believe the Ravens had 195. So, yeah, there's our phone. So why don't we take a phone call right here? It'll be a nice thing. All right, good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin Zuck. How are you? Well, I'm doing great, Robert. This is Michael from Ocean City. Hey, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Well, I'm doing great. I'm glad I'm getting an opportunity to uh, talk to you. And I understand Sean's not in the studio today, huh? Yeah, he's a little bit under the weather. He called me this morning. His stomach was bothering him. So I said, all right, stay home. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But I, I didn't realize I, Yeah, I didn't realize uh, my, my studio was so loud. You know, it's like I was cranking it up here. And, like, we got two offices down... <laughs> down down the hallway so so um i was sitting there you know listening to the nas you know it was like todd rudgren i'm like man I, by the way i got rudgren's new record coming there mikey so uh so that's yeah, gonna be good. fun yeah there's all kinds well, of really great covers absolutely that's gonna be a fun it's a fun album there's a lot of great covers on and all kinds of guests yeah so anyway but uh so uh listen uh wanted to tell you Anyway, folks, for uh, people out there, I'm going to be playing with the Eggman on Friday. They're a Beatles tribute band down at Eggerman at the barn. So it's an 8 o'clock start for folks if you want to get down to the barn in Eggerman. So anyway, so how'd you do with your picks? I didn't do too well. I think you beat me on my picks, brother. <laughs> I don't think it was by much. <laughs> I, got, I got my ass kicked. I, I finally won the Chargers last night. Who's worse, Nathaniel Horthon? I keep calling Nathaniel Horthon. Nathaniel Hackett or, uh, or Brandon Staley. My Brandon Staley just drives me nuts. He really does. Last night, they're driving the field, and it's like a fourth and two from like the 30-something. He decides to go for it, on a, on a, basically, and calls like a, a, it was like a slant to the receiver for an incomplete. And I'm like, okay, so now Denver goes down, they kick a field goal. And I'm thinking, okay, they're taking the lead. We could have taken the lead. They could have won the game 1916 in regulation. So Hopkins with a big uh, big field goal, four big field goals with a bad leg. So uh, interesting the last night. So uh, what would you think of the Ravens-Giants game? The Ravens are just yeah. ridiculous, aren't they? Terrible. Terrible. The coaching <laughs> is terrible. I mean, for all his good, you know, with Jackson, for all his good, he does a lot of things that just make you shake your head, like throwing the ball up there. All he had to do was basically take the sack kick the ball away, and they make the Giants try to come down to, uh, you know, to, to take the lead. So I just didn't understand. Julian Love with a great play, though, really. I mean, it was, it was outstanding. So, but, uh, well, I think the Giants are for real. I, I, you know what? And they haven't played you know, the Eagles or Dallas yet, but I think that those teams, I think they're beatable if, you know, when, when they meet up with the Giants later this year. Yeah, I mean the Giants right now in a position they could be actually nine and one going into Dallas. Who I mean, I don't know about that, but I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're playing they're, they're playing a dangerous team, I think, with the Jags on the road with the Jags. I mean, the Jags are a pretty good team. They lost a tough game to the Colts the other day, so they're definitely a competitive team. I mean, they're much better than they were, uh, obviously, with a head coaching change and everything. So, um, but yeah, well, I, I'm excited about it. Obviously, the Jets yesterday. Zach didn't have a very good game. Pretty pedestrian, ten of eighteen for 110. But uh, Brees Hall, another great game, 20 for 116, and they got a, a block punt and a recovery for a touchdown. So what's wrong? What's going on with the Packers? I mean, really, what's going on? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I, I was watching something yesterday, and they were like, which team is in worse trouble, the Packers or the Bucks? 
And yeah. everybody was agreeing the Packers because Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anybody to throw to. He doesn't, and he doesn't seem like his head is in the game. I don't know if it's eating mushrooms or whatever. <laughs> Probably. But, um, <laughs> you know, so, you know, Brady's got stuff going on in his head, but at least he has a better team around him. So I guess, you know, yeah, I would have to think that Packers are in some trouble. Yeah, Brady said they're just not scoring enough points, which are not. Only 18 against the Steelers. I couldn't believe it yesterday. And, you know, they just don't look at the box. You know, obviously they wanted the coaching there. The coach was there they wanted, and uh, but they're just not scoring a lot of yeah. points. I think Gronkowski might come back. Who the hell knows? He might come back at retirement again. But, uh, you know, they got some weapons. Obviously, Evans is good. Fournier is good. They got some guys that can play, but... Uh, you know, give the Steelers some credit. I mean, the Steelers got you know walloped obviously in Buffalo, and you knew that you knew they weren't gonna you know have a, a, a two bad games in a row. So uh, you know, I mean, watch Coach Tom will get those guys above five hundred some 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 way this season, possibly. You know what I'm saying? He could. Yeah. Well, he never had a losing season with this organization. It's amazing when you think about all the coaching changes in professional football over the last what I've been watching football fifty plus years. I mean, the Steelers have had how many coaches? Three. <laughs> Maybe three <laughs> in my lifetime. Yeah, my lifetime, pretty much, exactly. pretty much. I mean, you know, it's you know, it really, it's Chuck Knowles, Bill Cowher, it's it's Mike Tomlin. I mean, what? what else? I mean, it's yeah. just, but yeah. it just shows you the stability of the organization. I mean, the Giants have had four coaches in what three years? <laughs> you know, I think four years. What were you saying? I think they're on the right path now. It's yeah. Yeah, just uh, really, and the Pats yesterday. But I wanted to answer your question yeah. uh, about the baseball. Yes. And. You know, I know I've, I've, I've talked to you and I've talked to a lot of other people over the last couple of weeks, and there's a lot of mixed opinions about this new format. I tend to like it because it gives teams a chance that wouldn't be in there. It's all about momentum. I mean, you could be a 150-game winner, and if you stink that, you know, that week, you know, I, I think that makes it exciting. I mean, I would hate to be a Dodgers fan right now, um, but uh, I, I like it. And there's been some really good baseball. Even that 18-inning game, I mean, I stayed up and watched that whole thing, and, and it was like I was disappointed in the outcome. Right, right. But it was, it was exciting to, to see teams that, you know, everybody, you know, it's kind of like hockey now. You know, everybody's got a chance. It seems. Right, but, right. But uh, I don't mind it. I mean, I may change my mind, but I, right now I like the format. See, the problem for me with the format is that third is that if you play 162 games, what's the point? You might as well play less games because you're you're bringing in more teams. And to me, a team like the Phillies that finished in third place, they're now in the national championship series. So what's the reward though for winning all those games? What's the in other words, what's the point of busting your ass for 162 games to win a division if you're going to get knocked out by the third place team that finished there? I just, you know, I was just a problem with for me. Well, you were watered down. You know, if you're that good. If you're- you know, if you're that good a team, you just got to step it up and play. That's to true. And, you know, this is what proves that teams are probably a lot more equal than people want to admit, um, you know, aside from the record. Right. You know, it, it's just, it's just, it's, and I, I really hope they don't expand it anymore, though, because I think, I think we've got enough teams, but like the Red Sox couldn't get in. The Orioles almost got in, and who knows how far they would have gone. They could have been the, uh, the Phillies of the playoffs. You never know. And it's, it's, it's good for the fans. Because, you know, you, you get more people. I mean, Oriole fans were with the team right down to the last couple of days because they still had a slight chance to get in. Otherwise, nobody's paying attention if they don't have that chance. I think it's great. Yeah, I just, I just you know, I kind of, 
I'm still it still bothers me though. It still bothers me that a third place yeah. team is is headed to the you know. But that's you know that's sports in the short series. Maybe if you, maybe if you want to extend and maybe shorten the seri- season to 154 games and maybe make it a you know a three out of five in the wild card or make it a four out of seven yeah. in, in in this particular yeah. round now instead because yeah. to me usually on a four and seven the better team usually comes and you know rises to the top. But you never know. That's but true. but in a short series, two out of three, three out of five. I mean, and and let's give let's yeah. give the Padres credit. They pitched great. They did. And they and again, Dave Roberts makes me shake my head every time I watch a man. Oh, I, I just don't get it. And no. You pull a guy out with a three nothing no. lead and eighty six pitches. I mean, what are you doing? Are you that? No. Are you that? No. Are you? I mean, you're you're a guy who's who played what? How many years ago? Twenty years ago? Yeah. And you still don't have any traditional sense of baseball. You don't have anything that comes from your gut or your heart. Everything's about a book. That's what drives me crazy about Aaron Boone. The same thing. It's like, here's a guy with three generations yeah. of baseball behind him, and you think for one minute he would think from the seat of his pants for crying out loud. You know, it just bothers me so much when I when I watch what these guys do with this analytics garbage. The idea that a, a baseball manager doesn't have full autonomy in a dugout has to be looked over his shoulder by a general manager making decisions on lineups and, and batting orders. It's absolutely preposterous to me. It's ridiculous. It really is. You know. Well, but I, I like I like your idea of, of shortening the season and expanding the uh, the number of games because you know the one game playoff was a stupid oh, idea. Oh, it's really dumb. Unless you're unless there's a tie at the end of the season. <laughs> right, do. That's right. Cool. But but I think you're right. I think make a five game series out of the first round and then go with uh, best of seven for the rest of the playoffs. And I think that would even things out a little bit. I think you probably wouldn't have the Dodgers being knocked out, and, and I think that's a fair point. So who do you like? To, who do you like tonight in this game? Who's got? Who's your guy? Uh, well, they switched to Nestor Cortez, so I have to go with the Yankees, and then the Yankees take the surprising upset over Houston. No way. And the Yankees <laughs> beat the Phillies. The Yankees, the Yankees beat the Phillies in six. Cautiously optimistic. Oh, you like the Phillies over the Padres? I do. I see. I like the Padres. I like their pitching depth better. Although when you have Nola right now is pitching really well in Wheeler, that's two really solid pitchers. But I like the pitching staff. You know, I obviously. You know the three pitchers on on the Padres to me the you know the starting three are really good. So if Darvish pitches well, obviously you know they have two other guys behind him, and um, so yeah, I mean I just like the Padres bullpen better. But uh, you you never know. Maybe the Phillies are a team of Destino, El Destino. So we'll see, man. Yeah, yeah but I mean, uh, that's, that's kind of what I'm banking on. But I think the Yankees will will survive uh, Houston this time around. Yeah. So we'll, we'll you know we'll see. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was interesting just watching you know these games this weekend. Like I said, an eighteen inning game. Nobody wants to manufacture a run. They just all wait for the home run. Like I don't understand this. Is an eighteen inning game? Can't Seattle just lay one down, steal a base, try to manufacture a run? It took them eighteen innings. They still didn't score a run. Everybody's playing for the home run every time. And of course, Houston got a home run right in the eighteenth inning, winning the game. Right. So yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, you know, when you look at that game, there was what a combined eight nine hits total. I mean, it was really kind of. And they were running out of, of pitchers. It was hysterical. I thought, okay, who are they going to bring in? The guy in the stands behind the home plate that's being obnoxious? I mean, bring him in and see how he does, you know? Yeah, I, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it's all hands on deck tonight, too, you know, with the, with the, with the, uh, yeah. with the Yankees. And, yeah, you know what? i got to give Terry Francone a lot of credit, too. I mean, really, that's a fun team. I don't think they put the ball in play. It's kind of like old-time baseball. You know, they don't hit a lot of home runs, but they put the ball in play. They steal bases. They, they are excellent as they far know. as their fundamentals. A lot of kids, there's like four rookies playing in the series, you know? Yeah. And they had a lot more yeah. rookies during the season. So, I mean, hats off to this guy. And, you know, hats off to Chernoff. You know, Mark Chernoff's son is the general manager of uh you know of the um of the of the guardians you know his his dad was the 
program director at WFAN for like 30 plus years. So uh, he's doing a really good job. Oh, I I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing a really good job, you know, with, with, with this team. He, yeah, he's a young GM, and they have, and Terry Francona is great. I mean, he gets the most out of all his players. I mean, definitely a future Hall of Fame manager for sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so they, yeah, they just. You know, they do things the right way. You know, they might not have the biggest budget and everything, but these kids are playing with house money. So that's the thing. The pressure is on the Yankees. So these guys can go out tonight and play loose. And let's face it, you know, Ramirez hasn't had a great series so far. So you, you, you're kind of waiting for Ramirez to do something, too, who's a terrific ball player as well, you know. And Rosario's turned out to be a terrific player as well. You know, he was with the Mets. The Mets traded him, obviously. And he's turned out to be a really good player, both defensively and offensively. Yeah. Good numbers this year, yeah. So has a little pop in his bat. So, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm not so sure this format is great for baseball. Like I said, you know, but the, and the Braves bowing out. I don't know, the Braves just, just fell apart. I mean, they didn't hit, they didn't pitch. Their ERI was like over seven in the three games, which is unbelievable, really. So, uh, so in the, in, rather in the four games, they won in four Philly. So, but uh, crazy scores yesterday. Uh, did you watch the Bills Chiefs game? I did. That was a great game. I mean, give me Bills Chiefs yeah. every week, man. I mean, you know, honestly, it was a, it was a great. Sunday overall, starting with the Giants and, and ending with the Buffalo Chiefs game, it was just, and even the Eagles Dallas game, yeah, um, was 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 exciting. I had Dallas in that game; they came back. But uh, do, you th- do you think the Eagles are for real? I mean, they're six and zero. They must be. I mean, I'm thinking they must uh, be for real at this I, point. I think they are. But here's the thing: yeah, I would love to see the Giants split at least split with the Eagles and and hopefully take two from Dallas this year. Because um, I think Philly's a better team than Dallas. Well, the Giants know, lost. Their, well, the, Gi- yeah, the Giants lost to Dallas, you know, in the third week at home. But I mean, you know, the Giants. The Giants. Oh, they could, yeah, they already played a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the, the Dallas beat the Giants earlier in the season. Yeah, so so the Giants go to Dallas, and exactly. you know, uh, uh, Giants go to Dallas, you know, in a few weeks. But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's five weeks. I think they could be. Like I said, the Giants could be easily nine and one. I mean, we'll see. You know, I'm not counting count on anything. But uh, anyway, the Rangers off to a good start. They won last night, beat the Ducks, and then the Bruins off to a good start too. So uh, tonight's the beginning of the NBA basketball season as well. So Celtics play the Sixers, and then uh, there's some West Coast games. I know the Bucks play tonight. So so you got this is what makes October so great, Mike. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got basketball, yeah. baseball, football, hockey. You know, it's just. It's, yeah, and playoff baseball too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing into November now. Remember, remember Derek Jeter was missed yeah. in November. Anyway, brother, so how yeah. was your how was your how was your weekend in your hotel? Was it good? Was it fun? Did you have a good uh, time? Right. Yeah, just a nice chance to relax and yeah. meet a lot of people and hang out and go to some my favorite bars and not have nice. to worry about driving anywhere. It was just it was just a nice weekend. The weather was perfect. There you and go. Then, uh, you know, I I got some swimming in in the pool in the indoor pool. And it was just it was just a nice nice getaway from home, a staycation. As they there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, definitely. So I know I I was one of my uh, one of my friends was down in in Mexico, sending me these pictures, these gorgeous pictures of you know where the Pacific Ocean meets you know some of the seas down there. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, and Cabo, Cabo, Cabo. Yeah, he was down in Cabo in uh, in Mexico. Really, really beautiful pictures, like just gorgeous, like. Aqua blue mm. water, you know. You it's like to <laughs> talk about life and what it's Dennis Miller used to say, life in Hef's jacuzzi. You know what I mean, folks. So anyway, mm. all right. Well, I'm going to take a commercial break there, or a non-commercial yeah. break. I want to look at it. <laughs> all right. So, but anyway, brother. Well, yeah, I'll talk to you soon, right? man. Absolutely, buddy. Thanks for calling, man. Love you, and I'll talk to you all soon. Right. All right, pal. You got. Thank it. You. All right, you got. It. Bye. It's my buddy Michael 
calling there from Ocean City, Maryland, where it was sunny this weekend. It was beach weather. He was sitting on the beach all weekend. We were here. It's like, you know, 45 and raining the other day. So, anyway, we'll take a break. Come back, uh, hopefully, with some more phone calls, and we'll discuss more baseball and more football in the NFL in the upcoming weeks. So stick around right here on WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and Zook. Maybe we'll get Cronin to call in. Who knows? Um, I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, hopefully he's feeling better. All right, stick around. We'll be back. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org slash start. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Don't be stupid with your skin, it's the only skin you're in. Know what's good and bad to do, find the right and wrong for you. It's time you learn what it's about, cause indoor tanning is out. UV lamps from a tanning bed, they can turn your skin beat red. Wrinkles come from the UV light, and age spots make you go frightful sight. With UV light, it gets worse. Skin cancer is a wicked curse. Don't be the one that's tanned and dead. Use your brain, use your head. It's time you learn what it's about. Cause indoor tanning is out. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Persia County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, Tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Hello, Phil Tierney here. 
the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. No messing around. Just 100% pure raw. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and the Zook. Zook's all going solo today. 413-445-5943. It's fun when you're on host and your own producer. <laughs> anyway, give us a call right now. Getting nice outside. Beautiful foliage on a fall day here in the Berkshires. Nothing could be better, right, than uh, sitting here in the studio talking sports with you. 413-445-5943. The number to call. So, uh, anyway, a lot of NFL and lots of baseball and, of course, hockey. The Bruins 3-0 start last night, beating the Panthers 5-3. And, of course, uh, the Rangers up uh, with a 3-1 start with a uh, 6-4 defeating of the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. They're not the Mighty Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks. I call them the Mighty Ducks. (laughs) So funny. Remember the Mighty Ducks was a lot more fun than the Ducks, I think. So some of these NFL games yesterday, yesterday, but on on Sunday, obviously uh, the Bills Chiefs that we were talking about, Dolphins beat, uh, lost to the Vikings 24-16. And the Dolphins, of course, you know, having quarterback problems right now, obviously with Tua being hurt. So the offense certainly not as good without Tua there. Uh, the cards are a mystery. Kyler Murray's making, can you imagine this? He's the second highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. Anyway, we got a call, so let's take our phone call. Good morning, you're on the Cronin. The Zuck here right here on 90, uh, 89.7. Hello. So I need to know now. So you don't play hey, Monday morning quarterback. What's up? Are you okay with Cortez starting today? I don't want you criticizing Boone if it doesn't work out. Are you okay with it? Am I okay with Nestor? Oh yeah, much better with Nestor yeah, than than uh, than Tyon. I mean Tyon for sure. Okay. I mean Nestor's got better stuff. I think I think Tyon throws harder, but to me Tyon is a is a you know he's a reclamation guy. He had Tommy John's surgery twice. He's pitched really well though. I mean towards the end of the season he pitched very well, and so did Nestor as well. So I mean. Take your pick. Pick your poison at this point. To me, to me, this is about the Yankees scoring runs and the bullpen doing its job. But the bullpen is shaky. We, we don't know. There's more question marks in the bullpen than it's ever been. The, this is a, you know, Gerard, this is the first time I can remember as a Yankee fan over the course of this, you know, last, wait, 15 to 20 years that where the Yankees just did, ha, you know, had a shaky bullpen. I mean, there's, we don't know what's going on with the bullpen. Who's pitching? There's no roles to find. This is why, I, you know, I tell you all the time about Aaron Boone. There's no roles to find. What he did the other night, in game three was just absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? I, I, you know, hopefully I don't expect to be stupid again. You know what I'm saying? Bringing in Clark Schmidt to close the game. I mean, it made no sense. Yeah, but Clark Schmidt was one strike away from getting out of he that, was. the game. And everyone, would have, and everyone would have said Boone pulled the right lever. You know, that was the right move. Yeah, but you're talking so about a guy who's never had experience doing this. You have to have guys with experience doing this. You're putting a guy in a position which he's never been in before. That's not right. You don't well, do that. Collectively, they, they made a decision. 
decision that Holmes was not going to pitch that night. I don't know why they made the decision, but he wasn't available. But um, so you're isn't okay, it crack you up? He's not available. I remember the guys used to pitch. <laughs> I remember guys used to pitch almost well, every even, day. Even Severino, even Severino said that hey, is the playoffs. Everyone's got to be available. Of course, you know, it's ridiculous. Severino Imagine yeah. him saying, "Well, Mariano's not available tonight." Mariano, I mean, it's ridiculous. He's not available. Of course, he was available. Who's making this decision? So Cortez, Who's making the Cortez decision? Cortez doesn't pitch well. You're not. You're not going to criticize Boone for it, right? You're, no, you're on board no, 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 no. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Can't criticize Boone Tyon, for the pitching. I, 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 yeah. Go ahead. I looked at Tyon's stats. First time through the order, the first three innings. That guy's elite. People are hit, the teams are hitting under 200 against him. I think you go with Cortez. I think you go with Tyon for the first three, and then bring Cortez. Is how I would play it. See, that's the thing, though. This analytics drives me crazy. But but that's again. But it is what it is. But it I mean, but, but so what? Every game's different. But every game's different, though. I mean, isn't that? I mean, the first three innings. It's just I, I can't stand the cookie cutter statistics. I mean, this ne- this but never took place when I was a kid. You went out there with a starter, and you went with the starter, and you pitched. But, but the game Not all this different. nonsense. The different today. It's it's played different today. But it's, it's simple. Why? Why should today. it be played any different? I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> going, wake, growing up and watching, you know, Ron Guidry being taken out of a playoff game. It's just insane. That that that's a, you know conversation for another time. The bottom line is it's played differently today. We know that Tyon is elite in the first three innings. I would pitch him, and then I would go with Cortez. I wouldn't go with Cortez on short rest to start this game. I think if at least if Tyon can give you three innings, doesn't allow a run, it allows you a chance to you know get some runs on the board. Then you put Cortez, and if he falters a little bit, you got a cushion. But if you bring him in on three days rest, and uh, you know he gives it up right away, you could be in trouble. I mean, you could. I mean, you have a point there. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the, the guy's been you know he's got one of the lowest DRAs in the American League this season. I mean, I just. I, I can't. No, he's been terrific. I'm just saying he's. If he was on full rest, there's no question you start him. I'm saying because he's on short rest and he's not going to be able to give you extended innings. Well, that's fine. That's if, start with Tyon, who's been great. Well, okay. So if, let's say Nestor gives you. Let's time. say Nestor gives you four innings. Then you bring Tyon in, or he gives you three innings. You bring Tyon in. I mean, I don't you know. You could do it that way too. I just think because he's on short rest, I would do it the other way around. But um, okay. okay, I just wanted to see. All right. Well, no, I, I mean, didn't want you criticize. I didn't want you criticizing Boone if it doesn't work out. You're on board with it, okay? okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board. It's you know, look, look it's not going to be Boone's fault if Nestor Cortez goes out there and pitches lousy. That's not his fault. That's Boone, you know, that's that's Cortez's fault. I mean, I'm not going to blame the manager because the pitcher doesn't have a good game, and that's just ridiculous, you know. What I blame the manager for is bringing in people that have no experience doing what they're doing, like bringing in Clark Schmidt to close the game. And I'll tell you honestly, the pitch selection by Schmidt throwing four straight breaking balls, that was as stupid as I could be. It was a one-and-two count on a rookie player. Expand the strike zone. Make him swing at something out of the strike zone. He threw it over the plate. The guy hit it. Let's face it, Cleveland makes contact. You know, they're fun to watch. They make contact. I mean, the Yankees get their, their home runs in bunches. That's what the way they're built. The Yankees yeah, well, are built. They, they, gave up 15, they gave up 15 hits that night. That's, yeah. that's the oddity. That's not right. going to happen. And can, and, can and can you make a defensive switch in, in the outfield? Can you put, you know, either Hicks or, or uh, uh, LaCastro in for defense instead of having Cabrera out there? I know Cabrera's played well defensively out there, but it's been mostly in right field. And the thing is, and also, too, the way these guys hit, they don't smack the crap out of the ball. What are you playing so deep for? That was just unacceptable, no, really. No, no. It was, it's, they, yeah, you got to make they, that they, catch. They hit, 100, they hit 127 home runs during the year. The right. So, you make, so why are you playing so deep? So why are you yeah. playing so deep on a guy that's not a home run hitter? That made no sense at all. I really didn't. Boone just sometimes so, bothers me so much, I just shake my head at the guy. I really do. I saw Hicks was in the lineup last night. Is he in it again today? Do you, know? you know what? I haven't, I, haven't seen the start, I haven't seen the starting lineup. I don't know why they would put him in there. 
Um, you know, but obviously they're putting him in there for experience. Uh, I, I really don't know. I mean, so if, if who, it were me, uh, if it were me, Stanton would be in left and Carpenter would be DH. Well, I, I agree. I, I agree 100%. He, he would not bat. I agree 100% because the biggest problem for the Yankees in the last 10 years has been the fact that they don't have enough left-handed guys. That's period. Building a right-handed predominant team in Yankee Stadium. This is, this is Brian Cashman for you. Oh, let's put a lot of right-handed guys in Yankee Stadium. How does that make any sense? Especially when you get who, who dominant you right-handed in pitching. In the, huh? Who would you have, you know, Hicks in the lineup and, and Stanton DHing or Stanton in the lineup? No, I'd like, I'd rather, it's a, no, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'd rather, have, no brainer. I'd rather have Stanton in the lineup and, and playing the outfield and then having Matt Carpenter DH because Matt Carpenter's bat was fantastic from this year when he got hurt. That was a huge factor. I mean, it was huge. The guy, the guy was hitting a home run every eight games. It was amazing. Or every eight, yeah, no, every eight at bats, whatever it was. Incredible. Yeah, it was really amazing what now, he was the only, doing. The only thing that we can say is, the only thing I can say is, I don't know how, you know, Stanton is his hamstring or whatever it was hurt, if he's able to play the other. Well, that's, what my, that's wobbly what the yeah. problem is. I mean, with his injuries, you know, he's a liability out there with his injuries. So what do you do if you play Stanton? You play, you're going to play Stanton and right and play, you know, Bader's going to play center field. But to me, the best center fielder on the team is Aaron Judge. You know, really, especially with his yeah. arm, <clears throat> especially yeah, with his arm, and they don't score that four. They, I'll tell you, Cleveland does not score that winning run the other night if Aaron Judge is in center field because they don't send that man home. So I can't wait to judges on the Mets next year. I really, he's can't. not going to be on the Mets. He, him and Alonzo in the same lineup are going to be. He's not going to be on the. He's not going to the Mets, dude. <laughs> There's no way. You know, wearing orange and blue like you're playing for Howard Johnson's or something. I mean. Well, Listen, if the Yankees are from 40 and the Mets coming at 50, he may just have to take it. You never know. Well, we'll Never see. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's going to be an interesting game tonight. But anyway, so I will you know, get your thoughts on the uh, the Dodgers Padres series and the Braves uh, obviously losing to the Phillies. I mean, do you? I mean, we just I just talked to my, my buddy down in Ocean City about this, and I, I he and I have a disagreement on this, and you and I agree on this. I don't think this is good for baseball. This format, I don't no, like it. Terrible. I think it's terrible for baseball because here's the deal. Baseball is a is a regional sport. Everyone agrees with that. There's no disputing that. Right. So on the national level, for you know ALCS, NLCS games, World Series, you want the best teams available, right? You have to have that, or you're not going to have people watching. I personally will not watch one pitcher, let's say a Philly Cleveland World Series, <laughs> uh, or, or I just I just won't. Now now if it's the Dodgers, I don't think anybody's beating Houston, buddy. Yankees. You get, you're going to watch, or, or yeah, Dodgers, Houston, whoever, whoever it is. But it, since it's so regional on the national level, you need to put your best there. You had the Dodgers who won that division by 22 games out of the 19 game series. They dominated the Padres 15 to four. Right. They were the better team. Anything could happen in a five game series. Why do you want your champion determined by a random five game series? At least make it seven. So it gives right. a better team, right. uh, you know, an opportunity to, you know, get their, their you know, their stuff together. What happened um, to the Dodgers? I mean, what really happened to the Dodgers? I mean, they just fell apart. Yeah, I, I think I think they fell they won 111 the games this season. 111. That's a, just I, I insane. Think the Padres were, were better than their record because of the moves they made at the deadline, right. and, and you know the. Bell and Soto really didn't start, uh, you know, doing their thing till later in the season. So I, th- I think they Padres pen is better. Padres pen is better. Yeah, yeah. And then again, we um, talk about all this analytics garbage with Dave Roberts taking a guy out with a three nothing shutout and game in, 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 uh, you know, in the in the in the final uh, what the fifth game. 
Sorry, in the fourth yeah, game. In the fourth game I, four. I, I, in I game four. Criticize a team, a manager that you know guided the team to 111 wins, doing having that philosophy. So he's not going to change his philosophy in the playoffs, right? I mean, that's that's what got them to 111 wins. So, but why do you um, take a guy out who's pitching a three nothing shutout? Why? Yeah, Give him a chance to pitch. It's, it's, I, I, it makes no sense. Baseball today, but it know, makes I no mean, sense. How about doing something from your gut? Come on, this is never no, because someone was never an a, issue. Someone looked at a chart and saw that. But so what? You know, so what? You can't do. You know, if you told me that everything I do musically, I do off a piece of paper, forget it, Gerard. It would be no way. I mean, come on. It's like that. It's like that movie, like Mr. Holland's Opus. You know, I can teach you notes on a paper, but that's not what it's about. It's about heart, and it's about feel, and it's about something special and beautiful. I mean, that's what baseball should be about. It's about you know about managing from the seat of your pants, not from just some stupid book. I mean, well, it's ridiculous. Because, because today's analytics and today's managing, but it's ruining the game. Great. He was great in the first three, but percentages tell you in the next three he won't be. So let's bring in this reliever. Who is going to be at a higher percentage chance of getting, you know, of allowing no runs? Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it, but this is the way the game is played today. It's not, it's not going to change. It's not changing. No, it's, so it's, but it's, I, I believe it's not, but I, I don't believe it's for the better. I, I really don't. I believe that all this, all these algorithms and all this logical, illogical numbers. It's not good for the game. It's not. It's no, but not it's just too much of it. It's too much of it. You know, and how would you like to be an ace fan? You lose three starting pitchings and four, and four uh, regular players. I mean, and that's another thing that's bad for baseball. Ownerships, bad ownerships. Oakland. Pittsburgh, Miami. Why did these teams just fold for crying out loud? What's the point? Well, how would you like to be an you know, Ace you know, fan you know, and half your you know, team is leaving for you know for the East Coast for crying out loud? There's a really simple fix. It really, and I'm not a baseball savant, but there's an easy fix, and it's twofold, and it's really simple. Number one, you institute a floor. Forget a ceiling. You institute a floor. It's that simple. And then the second simple thing is the money that the teams get for the luxury tax. They have to spend it. They have to spend it, and you should they don't. open your books to MLB. I, 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 MLB should say, okay, you received X amount in luxury tax money. Show me what players you spent it on. They should have to prove that they spent the luxury tax money, and there should be a floor. That is an easy fix. I mean, if I'm Billy Bean, be I'm tomorrow. like, I mean, if I'm a guy like Billy Bean, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting the noose out in front of the office. I mean, I, I just, how do you do that to a fan base for crying out loud? Oh, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna get rid of every guy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Although it's a business, it still is, you know, I consider it sort of like a public trust. These exactly. Fans, Good point. The people who support you have a right to, to a, a, a professional product. It's a public trust. Right. And, again, it's a floor, and you have to show where you spent the luxury tax money. To me, it's that simple. You can make those changes tomorrow. I and mean, I think it, it all of a sudden makes, the, you know, people, uh, teams... Uh, more competitive, it makes owners more accountable to their fans. And and although it's a business, you you need to be accountable to your fans, the people who are paying the fare. I mean, I just think it's preposterous that an ownership just takes a team and just basically sells the whole team off. It's like Charlie O'Finley, you know. That's what it was like I mean, last year with the like, like, I thought yeah. of the like the '70s when he sold off the entire team. Remember, goodness gracious, before you knew it, Reggie yeah, someplace they, else. Did they step in and say you can't do that? Isn't that what happened? Didn't like Major League Baseball step in and say you can't uh, you can't do that? I don't, he did that after that. A lot I, of teams uh, weren't allowed to do it. Yeah, a lot of teams did that. Was, free agency was a, was alive and well. With that woman owner, right? So she could move the team, right? <laughs> oh, Marge, talking about Marge Shot. No, no, the movie Major League. 
Oh, well, yeah, right, Major League. Right, right. Oh, yeah, Major League. Right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great movie. She wanted to tank, she wanted to tank and wouldn't, wouldn't sign Just anybody. Just to be outside. Yeah, Bob Bucher was yeah. classic in that, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think those two changes would make a huge difference, and, and I don't know why there's a reluctancy to do that. You know, you're getting this free money that teams like the Mets and the Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox are paying. You should be forced to to reinvest in your in your product. I agree. I mean, I really, that's, it is like a public trust. I mean, that that really is a good, um, you know, uh, analogy for it. So, what? Who do you like in this Philly uh, San Diego series? Anyway, I was asking Mike before. I, I, I don't. I don't like either team, but I, I think the Padres are a better team. I think the Padres are better than their record. So I, I can't. I can't see the Phillies winning. Uh, you know, I watched the Phillies 19 times this year against the Mets, and, and the Mets dominated them. And I'm just dominated them, and I'm, I'm just not a big fan. How of How did the Phillies uh, beat I just, the Braves? I don't think good. How did the Braves play yeah, so that was, lousy? That was, that was, that was the Braves couldn't pitch. And it just, it, it just shows the randomness of a short series, which again is just not fair. It's just not fair to but have in, that. But in, in defense to Philadelphia, though, in the second half of the season, they, were, they had the third-best record. And Robbie Thompson did a fantastic job. Let's be honest. He did a great job. Was a you know coach for the Yankees for a lot of years. So I'm kind of happy for him. But, again, we go back to the, the point. The point is they were third in the division, and now they're in the World, Ser- in the World Series. They're in the National League Championship Series. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's good for the game, you know. So maybe you want to extend it. You know, maybe you want to extend the. Uh, you know, uh, maybe you want to shorten the season to 154 games and maybe extend the playoffs a little bit because right now we're playing into. I'd November. be fine with that. We don't need 162. No, not at all. Not anymore. Certainly, we don't. You know, that's for sure. So uh, because because if you if you don't, you're not going to be able to play seven game series because you'd be playing like you'd be you'd be in competition with like the uh, the the Cowboys Lions on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you, you can't do it. So you have to play these shorter series. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just I don't see either one of those teams stacking up with, say, the Yankees or the Astros, regardless if they get in. So, um, but I can tell you, I, w- I will not watch the NLCS. I have no interest in those teams, yeah. and, and that's the problem you have when you have these sub ninety win teams getting in. Right. Regionally, it'll do fine. Nationally, the, the the ratings will be horrible. I know it's early in the season. I know you don't love the regular season, but your thoughts on the Islanders? Because I know you're a diehard Islander fan. So, any thoughts? I mean, it's just, this team is still an old team, man. And they gave Barzell that used yeah. contract. Did you like that contract they gave Barzell? Or no, that was horrible. He scored 15 goals last year. Why would they tie up you know that kind of money for eight years with a guy who's scoring 15 goals? Who had, by the way, he had a minus 15 during the year. Now I know it's because he plays on on penalty kills. Penalty kills. That's that, right. That, yeah. that was. A, that, that was a horrible, horrible deal. I mean, they stretched um, it out. Finally developed. That's what they do. They stretch it out so they can pay him less per, per yeah, year. They, they did they the Rangers did the same thing right? with Vinny Trocheck. They signed him for eight years. So, you know. Is Vinny Trocheck an eight-year guy? I mean, you know, it's, it, I mean, Barzell's younger than Vinny Trocheck, so yeah, I know it's weird how they, how they much, huh? How much did they give Trocheck though? Did they get? Oh, jeez, it was eight years. I think it was like five or six, maybe six or something per year, something like that. Seven per year, something like that. Six per year. Seven. He's a good player. He I is a, no, he's, he's a good player. No, he is. He, he's a good player. Oh, he is a good player. He's definitely an upgrade from Strom. I mean, Strom, I think, has better hands, but Vinny's tougher. He will, he'll play more inside. He, you know, he penalty kills more. He's a, he's a grittier guy. That's what they need. They need a, a center yeah. that's grittier, and, they, and obviously they get Sammy Blay back now and healthy, so hopefully he'll be a contributor to that fourth line with Barkley Goodrow and, you know, and, and uh, Ryan Reeves on that line. So, yeah, that'll be a little. I mean, the Rangers look really good. 
I mean, last night they were a little sloppy towards the end, but uh, overall the power play's good. I mean, Zibanejad had two last night. Panarin had two assists and a goal. The kids are playing. Kako had a goal. You know, you and I talked about Kako a few years ago. This kid, I'm telling you, he's coming into his own he's now. Developed. Yeah, he's developing. He's developing. I mean, he's see yep. the confidence. The, the goal he scored the other night in uh, in Minneapolis was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, he went all the way around. You know, the outside came back inside and scored. It was a terrific goal. So yeah, and I, I know you didn't like night. getting. I know you didn't like getting rid of Davidson, but uh, this Drury is doing a heck of a job. Well, yeah, Chris is a winner. You know, from Trumbull, <laughs> I was going to say from his days in Trumbull, Connecticut, with Little League Baseball, all the way to the National Hockey League. Yeah, he's done a really good job. So well, you know what? It was it really wasn't so much Gordon getting fired as much JD. But JD decided that if Gordon was going to get fired, they were going to fire him too. So he said to uh, you know to ownership, you want to you want to can me too, can me too. So he left, and now he's in Columbus, back where you know is president of the uh, of the Blue Jackets. So yeah, Jay, but JD, you know, he's like he's like royalty, you know, in Madison Square Garden. So yeah, yeah, I know it was it was tough to, for fans to see him go, but you can't argue with the results. That, that's that's a terrific team. They are a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Uh, you got you know, if not one of certainly the best goaltenders in the league. Yeah. So there's uh, they are an absolute contender. The Islanders. I only saw game one against the Panthers. They only scored one goal, but but they did put 18 shots on net in the second period. Bravosky was amazing. He yeah. Played absolutely. Out but of he the stinks head. in the and playoffs. He always stinks in the playoffs. Bravosky. Yeah. He's been a complete he, he disappointment. Was in that first game against the Islanders. Yeah. He's, but, he's been but a disappointment. They did score seven the next night against the Ducks. I didn't see the game. So it's not that I, I mean I love hockey. I love watching it. I just the regular season. You it's know, long. It, it's a long season. Like, it's long. Yeah. Let's be honest with you. My friend and Rob's they, the same way. He says, I can't believe you're so into the early season. It's like, well, I love it. Spocky's my favorite sport. You know, so I'm, it's my but, favorite but team. When you've got a team like the Rangers, which 100% guaranteed are making the playoffs, it's almost like watching 82 preseason games. Like, I know. Because you know they're going to be playing in the I playoffs. Know. So it's like, oh, it's and then they take three and four days off between games. It's just such a long season. It is a long season. Uh, you know, it is. It is. I mean, so. it's entertainment, you know. But uh, hopefully, I'll get to the garden sometime this year and uh, take the train down. But anyway. All right, man, I'm going to take a break. So anyway, right. thanks, buddy, for calling, yeah, man. Yeah, well, enjoy the game you tonight. Do your prediction for the game tonight? Uh, oh, I don't see the Yankees losing this game. Okay. No, I, I, I don't see a scenario where the Yankees lose this game. I, I, I think they... I think they win big. I'm, I'm thinking they score five, six runs. They win big. All right, we'll see. So, and, and Bieber's not going to start. You think they're going to start this kid Seville probably, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's you know he hasn't been great. By the way, the Yankees have, have really I thought it was Alvin Seville. Up, so, yeah. <laughs> it's Aaron Seville. <laughs> the, Yankees have beat, the Yankees have beat that guy up. So uh, yeah. I, I just I just don't see any way the Yankees. I think be, I think Bieber's coming in quickly tonight, possibly unless he, unless this kid's playing pitching. Oh well, yeah, so. yeah. They, I mean. You, Got to have a you got to have a short hook. Both teams do. If anybody gets in trouble, I think you started. You should be warming someone up, even if he doesn't look bad in the first inning. Just get him ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. You can't, you can't get behind. So. Absolutely. All right, man. Go All right, ahead. buddy. All right, thanks uh, for calling. All right, sure. Be well. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. All right, it's my buddy Gerard down in Florida. Four one three four four five five nine four three right here on. WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and the Zuck. Zuck going solo today. Mr. Cronin, if you're out there listening, I hope you feel better. Best to dad. Hopefully be in the studio next week. So, anyway, uh, got more uh, more stuff for you when we come back. Just a couple comments on my predictions tonight for the games and uh, predictions on the uh, Padres-Philly uh, series. So we'll be back after these messages. Have you ever dreamed of being a radio DJ, spinning your favorite vinyl, CDs, and MP3s? Have you ever wanted to share conversations with interesting guests with the community? Then the WTBR-FM Programming Committee wants to hear from you. We are now accepting proposals for new programs. 
For more information, visit WTBRFM.com or call 445-4234. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Larry Kretka here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM. Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours, and overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep press with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight Saturday at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. Hi, my name is Bill Sturge, and I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. In the early hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricanes. The hams were there in the critical moments after the attack of 9-11. It was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disasters strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works when other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. You guys rock. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and Zuck. Uh, Zuck going solo today at 10.58, a couple minutes left just to uh, follow up on some of the uh, games tonight. We got the... uh, Sixers and the Celtics, the opening of the NBA season, which is going to be fun. So we'll see how the Sixers do. Maybe they can get back to the championship. As far as the games tonight, you know, I like the Padres in the series. I like their depth of pitching. I like their bullpen better than Philadelphia. I like their overall lineup. But you know what? The Phillies have played everybody tough right now. They're on a roll. They've been playing well. But I still like the Padres to win the series. As far as the game going tonight... Um, it's important for the Yankees to take the lead. I think this is going to be a bullpen game after a few, you know, a few innings. Who knows? Hopefully Nestor pitched well. I think the Yankees will win. I think they'll win by a couple of runs only because they hit home runs and Cleveland doesn't. So we'll see what happens tonight. But I do like the Yankees to uh, move on to the American League Championship Series against Houston. 
That will be tough, but it'll be tough tonight. I mean, I'm telling you, the Guardians are going to be a tough out tonight. Terry Francona's got that team playing with house money. Those guys are playing loose. They're having fun. And let's face it, I mean, they play fun baseball. They put the ball in play. They run the bases. They steal bases. They're, they're, they hustle. So it's nice to see a young team play hard and so forth. So anyway, we'll look forward to that tonight, and then uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. So could be a Houston Yankees. Could be, a, you know, a Houston-Cleveland uh, ALCS. But uh, I do like the Yankees to come out on top tonight. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, it's going to wrap up another edition. Could you believe it? We're out of here already. Unbelievable. My thanks to my callers. And as always, uh, my thanks to everybody here at WTBR. And uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, Mr. Cronin be back in the studio with us. And that would be nice. So, Sean, if you're feeling all right, I hope so. I'm not feeling that good myself. Now I'm just quoting that song by Joe Cocker and traffic anyway. Anyway, we'll see you next week right here at Cronin the Zook on WTBR Sports Talk. Stay tuned for programming all day. WTBR Beatles forever at 4 o'clock. We'll see you soon. Have a great week, folks. Take care. All the best.